Bet Juice Podcast, Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday in studio. Yes. Good to see you, buddy. You act like Good we to see you, pal. We see each other literally every day. I, know, I, I just, actually get fucking sick and tired of seeing I you. Like, I like seeing my favorite slugger in my own house. I swear <laughs> to God, I will jump over to this fucking table. I don't blame you, dude. Um, you, you can't. You're not hiding behind the screen now, buddy. Nope, I'm, nope. We're face to face. I didn't think it could get any better than the weekend before, but it did. It did. It did. We had an excellent fucking weekend. Even the games where I leaned on were hitting. Um, I mean, obviously not all of them. Um, another fantastic weekend. We are literally today, we are a week away from our first conference tournament. The A-Sun kicks off. Hey, G, my puppy is in the room. She's not able to be trusted anymore with the door closed by herself because she's not very good. But she can't hear nothing. No, she's a goddamn menace, but... She's cute. She's cute. She headbutts fucking everything. I've never met a pit bull that was... I mean, she's a run. She's 30 pounds. 35 pounds. Yeah, she... But there's... Baby. How many pounds of that is fat? None. A half? None. If that. Yeah. She's all muscle, all tank, all gas... Literally all gas, no brakes. She will... She does not stop until she slams into you or something. She, she's the Bobby Petrino offense. She, I mean, God love her. You're so adorable. But she's a piece of, she's, she's a little shit. Yeah, she she also really, really loves headbutting TVs. Do not ever leave a TV at Cody Mitchell's house as no. long as G Even my own TVs. She's also yes. broke one of those. Um, I will say when the tournament conference tournament's for the first wave, I think Monday or some, yeah, probably Monday. I'm not going to give out, I'm not going to break down every tournament, but I'm going to do like my projected winner of each conference tournament for the first wave, my best value, and then my long shot just to get some crazy futures out there. Um, but Connor, let's just dive into the games because obviously this first one we're going to have to talk about for a little bit. We cash on this one. Wade gets it done against Duke, eighty-three to seventy-nine. But apparently, that is not the story because college basketball is marketed terribly. And the only story is that Duke forward, probably an All-American this year, Kyle Filipowski, injures his ankle or his knee. John Shire doesn't know. Um, after the fans storm the court, after rightfully so, after they just had one of their biggest wins in program history. Yes. Uh, I thought you were going to keep going. No, I won't, I'm waiting for your response. I mean, yeah, it does suck that this is the storyline that does come out of the game because it was a good game. It was a back-and-forth game, and I I wonder, like, 
I don't think anybody had more like at no point anybody had double digit lead, did they? No, I don't believe so. I think I like I kind of feel like this game was in within five the whole game. Yeah, it felt like Duke was in the lead like two to five for seventy five percent of this game. Yes, it was a phenomenal game, and I mean a big, much needed win for Wake Forest, being the they're on the bubble right now and need something big to happen in order to make it in. And yeah, that's what ends up happening. Wake ends up winning. They score, storm the court, and Velkowski gets hurt, and then everybody has to. I mean, state where they how bad court storming is. Dude, it's a joke. It's a fucking joke. Like, fuck Jay Billis. Fuck Seth Greenberg. You're cowards, pussies. You can't say what you really want because you work for ESPN. And it's stupid. Like, Jay Billis, you were part of court storming in college. Seth Greenberg, your biggest win in program history at Virginia Tech. You were praising the fans for storming the court. Like, be a man and say what you want to think, but you because you work for ESPN, you're not allowed to. You're you have to stick to the agenda. It's a very left sided view where you have to follow in line and you gotta do what the media tells you to do. It's fucked up. It's fucking stupid. This shit's been going on for forty freaking years. And for one, if you review the tape, Kyle Filipowski, like I'm denouncing all my Duke fandom. I will root for the football team, but like fuck you. Like you had every chance to get off the court. Steve Forbes calls timeout with one second left. Like you knew what was coming. You saw this the fans coming down. You were rocking off the court and then you stop so a fan can run into you. So fuck you, Filipowski. Fuck you, John Shire. Quit trying to turn college basketball and college sports into professional sports. This is the reason why I like these sports because there's traditions. There's fandom. It's not just some corporation where it's just pumping out money and you're it's starting to drift that way and it's sad. Like, Filipowski's in the wrong here. Just look at the tape. He had every, every chance to get out of the way, and he didn't. So that's on him. John Shire, you want to be a national championship? Awesome. But you're a, a cow. You're a pussy for this. It's absolute pussy for this. I hate this. I cannot believe in that we're even having this conversation. Every, every student at every university, if you upset somebody, I don't care if you're a favorite, but if you're Wake Forest and you just took down Goliath, storm the fucking court. Live your life. You drive your car every day where you can get in a car accident. You walk down the street, you can trip and hit your head, you can die. It, it, it's, stu- it's, it's fucking stupid. It, you, you, people fly. No more airplanes. Nope, nobody can get in a plane because that could crash. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you, ESPN. Fuck you, Seth Greenberg. Fuck you, Jay Billis. Fuck you, Kyle Palski. Fuck you, John Shire. Fuck you, Steve Forbes. You guys are going to get fucked up by Notre Dame on Wednesday. I'm telling you right now, you're going to get fucked up by Notre Dame. That's karma. I hate this shit. I fucking hate let people live their fucking lives (laughs) seriously and if i want to meet it should be they should be able to do whatever they want 100 storm storm the court every time but if i want to give back a little bit you don't ban it this is my meet in the middle thing don't ban it just have something in place where the opposing team can get off the court or off the field and then you can storm if i want to be just meet in the middle just at least give me that no, that was the bad part about this was it came down to the end. Normally in these situations, like the other team's up significantly. So you can kind of like 
plan ahead, get your security right and everything like that. But this was a situation where it came down to the last second. And again, this is unfortunately what happened. Um, it, and it just sucks because it takes away from what was a phenomenal game. It's an awesome game. Yes. Um, on the court, though, I still very much like, again, Duke's still a top 10 team. Like, what? Yeah, and, they, and just how they fumbled it away because they had a shot to tie it when it was uh, when they were down two, and Proctor throws a pass to Philip Kowski and he fumbles or bobbles it and it goes out of bounds. Yeah, I just I don't know how well this team's ready for March. Yeah, um Proctor's got a little Ben Simmons in him cuz he had a wide open 3 there and gave it up. And Philip Kowski wasn't expecting the ball like obviously cuz Proctor's wide open for a three. They had a chance to take the lead, and he fumbles. They had four turnovers in the last five possessions. Yeah, it was. So. Yeah, it was not that last. That la- Those last couple possessions just was not good for Duke whatsoever. I didn't bet this one. I don't think he did either. But Syracuse gets a dumb. They don't cover eighty-eight, eighty-five against Notre Dame. Um, yeah, I remember you saying Notre Dame, and I almost considered pulling the uh, trigger, uh, but. A tale of two halves. Like Syracuse goes into halftime forty nine twenty nine, and then Notre Dame roars back fifty six to thirty nine in the second half. But yeah, I I don't I didn't really watch it at all, but also didn't really care. I think I had I think I had the Syracuse money line, so I was feeling good about it, and then I was like. Oh, God, Notre Dame's back in this game. Glad I didn't bet this one. Connor, you won this out, right? Well, I think you actually bet this one. NC State 81, mm-hmm. BC 70. I picked BC on the show, did not bet it. Um, good one for NC State. Like, I thought BC was a little scrappy and could stay in this game. No. they um, NC State was in control the entire way. Yeah, uh, I did bet it, but I wasn't confident enough to give it out to the listeners. Apparently I should have just been more confident in myself, but yeah. Uh, great win by NC state. I know that they're obviously they're not going to make tournament, but they're going to be a fun NIT team. Yeah. Or maybe fuck around the ACC tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, again, glad I didn't bet this one, but North Carolina 54 UVA 44. Disgusting. If you would have told me UNC scored 54 points. A team that's averaging like ninety a game, I would have bet my mortgage on Virginia to win to cover. Now, Virginia stinks. I don't sixteen points in the first half. I don't want them in the tournament. I Dude, don't. They're gonna them, make it. They get them out. I or at least like I. I don't think you could get more comical than it was last year. I. It was crazy going down. Uh, oh yeah, the my Katie Clark pass. Yeah, just on reels on Instagram and rewatching the call again and just that whole thing like make it try to make it as hilarious if not more more hilarious but yeah please don't put them in the tournament they're not good i mean they go to boston college uh-huh which is not for virginia like that's not just winnable no i think they lose in durham 
and then they close the season out against Georgia Tech at home, which they should win that game. But there's a chance they could lose two other next three games and maybe kind of push back on that bubble. I think Lenardi... But also, I could see them losing, depending on the matchup, I could see them losing in the first round of the ACC tournament. Isn't that what happened to them last year in basic... Or, no, was that Clemson? No, it was Clemson. Yeah, Clemson, Clemson had, shit down their legs. Yeah, yeah, first round exit and basically bounced them out of the tournament. My handicap was spot on on this one. Georgia Tech 80, Miami 76. I said, don't take the spread if you're going to bet anything. Just bet Georgia Tech money line. I, like, sprinkle a little bit. I put, like, a half a unit on Georgia Tech money line. Cashed out. Like, this, Miami's quit. They have no fight anymore. They're a bad basketball team. Laranega kind of also looks like he's checked out. I think this is. I don't think he's done coaching, but I think he just hates this team. He does not like any part about this team. Yeah, just not good for Miami, especially after the success you had last year. But, I mean, obviously they're missing a lot of key people from that team last year. Didn't know this game happened, but Pitt, uh, the bubble team Pitt, somehow. I get, almost bet Pitt. Gets it done against VT. They went 79-64. I think I picked Virginia Tech on the show. I A good one for Pitt. I guess you're – he wouldn't be on the next four out on the Nardi's bracket, latest bracketology, but he's – they're – Inconsiderate. Yeah, like the 9-12 to 12 team being out. Mm-hmm. And these are like – that's why I pushed back a little bit on the expansion of the tournament because I know what it's going to be like. Teams like Pitt are going to make it. Like we don't need any of that. Like, at all, please. And then, didn't know this game happened. Clemson 74, Florida State 63. They Clemson covers this one. Did you bet anything on this? I did not. Uh, I can't remember if I bet Clemson or not. No, like, actually bet it. No, I think I, I can't remember. I can't remember half my bets half the time. Uh, it's tough on Saturdays when there's, you know, 150 games going on. Well, that and then, no. I'll, I think I there was one parlay, I think that tragically crashed, that had Clemson money line in it. To the Big 12, the best conference in basketball. Double lock here, cash. TCU 75, Cincinnati 57. Cincinnati's done. That's it. And this TCU team, I think, is really good. They got a big one tonight against Baylor, where I took the minus, I laid the minus two. Um, But yeah, big win for TCU. Cincinnati, unfortunately, just not, like a pretty good, you're playing. You went from the American to the Big Twelve. I would chalk this up as a good year, but your chances of making the tournament have, have crashed. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Like, obviously, I root for all the Ohio teams when it comes to making it into the tournament. But yeah, I mean TCU. don't sleep on them in the tournament. I like. They have a shot to make a run. I don't I don't know if it's like how it was last year, but they can fuck some teams up this in this tournament. Yeah. I have a final four future on them. Again, not expecting it to cash. Mm-hmm. But I do like the value because they've been tested all year. They've won some games on the road too in the Big Twelve, which is super, super difficult to do. This one's a heartbreaker. Oklahoma. 84, Iowa State, 82. Um, Wait, did I? Oh, okay. So the number closed at past zero. Oklahoma State ended up laying a point and a half, but when I bet it when it opened, 
I had Oklahoma State plus one and a half. Oklahoma State was up one with 10 seconds left, and I'm like, okay, we're in the clear. Oklahoma's going to try to get something close to the rim. They make it, that's fine. They miss it, that's fine. No, the guy decides to, I can't remember who it was for Oklahoma, but he decides to basically Austin Rivers, like, dribble around and just jack up a it terrible It was uh, JVM McCollum. Yeah, take a terrible three at the buzzer, and, of course, Ter- he bangs it. Terrible. We get fucked. Terrible, terrible shot. Uh, but, I mean, that that's how the buzzer beaters were kind of going this weekend. We'll get well, some. When he shoots that ball, too, in my head, I'm like, there's Short. no way in the last Bedlam game in college basketball that this is going to go in in Stillwater. And then Bang. switch. <laughs> like, fucking kidding me. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, it's heartbreaking for Oklahoma State. Even that, like, you had a shot to make one single free throw and would have won it in regulation. So, yeah, very unfortunate for Oklahoma State. Still, like, I won't be looking past them in the Big 12 tournament. I wouldn't look past anybody outside of one team in the Big 12 (laughs) But I'll get to them real quick. They cover. Iowa State 71, West Virginia 64. Iowa State smacked them early. Smacked them early. And then I had, unfortunately, I was at a uh, celebration of life like for the first until about 4 p.m. Eastern time. So I didn't get any eyes on this game. But then I was like score checking. And next thing I know, West Virginia is in the lead. What the fuck is going on? Is West Virginia about to beat Iowa State? And then Iowa State kind of pulled away a little bit, but West Virginia was able to keep it close and get that plus 18.5 cover for me. Yeah. uh, I mean, this was Iowa State just kind of falling asleep at the wheel a little bit, but still found a way to come out with a victory. I mean, he didn't need to really do much to win this game, but... A little bit worried about the effort, but I mean, here's the rest of their schedule, though. Uh, home against Oklahoma uh, at UCF. I mean, that's going to be a little tough. Host BYU and at Kansas State. So for the most part, you're, you could kind of go on cruise control till the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, I think they win three out of those and they split those two road games. Mm-hmm. But they're also tied in first place for the Big 12. So they're going to have a little bit of effort out there because they still want to win a regular season title. But I'm, I'm not worried about the Cyclones. West Virginia is better than the record. Um, they just came out and played a little bit harder than normal. Um, Kansas gets it done. This was – I'm a dummy. I hedged on this game. I had a 25-1 to parlay. This was the last leg, and I put. I didn't do a lot. I mean, you asked me, and even I said, you gotta. But not even a question. Kansas 86, Texas 67. I mean, Kansas in the fog. Yeah. Late February, early March. Bill Self, how these guys roll. No Kevin McCuller doesn't matter. I don't know really what's going on with him because he was at first out with an illness, and he's just still not played. And it's been like two or three weeks. I'm not, I'm not sure. But, I mean, you get him right for the right time of the year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this game was basically decided in the first half. 
45 to 25 at halftime and Kansas really didn't have to do much to like just cruise. This was probably the game of the day. Houston 82, Baylor 76, Houston covers in overtime. Jamal Shedd hits a buzzer beater in regulation that was like literally point like a tenth of a second off. Um doesn't matter though. Usually when that usually when things like that happen the other team ends up coming back and winning in overtime. But no, Houston take cares, takes care of business. Um, to me, again, Houston's the best team in the country. I've said it all season long. Um, going into Waco and getting a win like that, I think, is just kind of shows how good this team is. I know Baylor doesn't defend the defend very well, but that's a really, really, really good win. Yeah, I mean, kind of tale of, the, of two halves. Houston was up. Huge in this game. I remember being at work and score checking in, just like, damn, Houston is just destroying Baylor. And then by the time I left work, I was like, oh shit, Baylor's made it a game. Got home in time to see regulation end. And then, yeah, just in overtime, was it the first possession that, uh, they threw it into the big guy, and he just goes up and just throws it up in the air. Was that the first possession? Of I, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch this. Game. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but I I forget when exactly it was. But as soon as you see that happen, just a wide open dunk, and he loses the ball as he's go, like gathering to dunk it, and it just goes shooting up into the air. It was kind of like, yep. Baylor's about to shit the bed. Uh, they didn't have Langston Love though, but still, that's a. I mean, that's a pretty damn good win. Um, Kansas State gets it done, not a problem. Eighty-four, seventy-four, lock this one up too. They laid two points. BYU just, I love BYU. They just are not good on the road. They're just not, and we'll give you. We probably should give that out. Well, we probably should. Um, I know we give out picks at the end, but depending on when you listen to this and what time you listen to this, I even think 20 minutes is a big gap in getting a good number here. Just, I honestly, like, if you, Kansas is, it opened at five and a half, it's at six and a half tomorrow, but Kansas at Fall Gallon opened as five and a half point favorites at BYU. I would have made this nine and a half, ten and a half. Like, yeah, I even said, like, I was trying to be generous and say seven or eight. You want to, let me tell you the last four games BYU played on the road. They lost by seven against Texas Tech, which would still cover that five, that number. Mm-hmm. They lost by 16 against Oklahoma, lost by 10 against Kansas State, and lost by 10 against Oklahoma State. What? <laughs> and it, and then it, when you see that number, the first thing that comes to my mind is, what does Vegas know that I don't? It's not that. It's that they base the numbers off Ken Palm, and the Ken Palm loves BYU. And the reason they love BYU, it's and I'm a fan, is because they were beating mid-majors earlier in the season instead of beating by 20 and taking their starters out, they beat them by 40. This is the only reason this number's that way. Kansas is going to mop them. This is my biggest play I've had all season long. And I even think that from when you listen now and to the end of the podcast, the number could be larger. I think this closes almost near 10. Yeah, I think there's a good chance of that too. And then lastly in the Big 12, UCF gets it up. Thank God it didn't bet Texas Tech. UCF, they're they're good at home, dude. I 
my handicap for what I picked on the show, did bet, didn't lock it up or anything, was that UCF's got to lose some eventually. They're not that good, but they're really good in South Florida. It might have something to do with the travel. I don't know because that is like a far trip for all the other places in the Big 12, but they get it done against Texas Tech. They went 75-61. Yeah, I mean, just looking at UCF's games, they they all their games have been, for the most part, close, even when they're on the road, eh, except for, like, Houston and when, uh, I mean, they beat Kansas at home. Like, they've had some very close games. They're... I think, like, kind of what you said about West Virginia. Like, I feel like UCF's a little bit better than what their record says. Uh, again, like, like I said, there's absolutely nobody in this Big 12 that you can sleep on when it comes to the Big 12 tournament. No, absolutely not. Besides, especially in those first couple <laughs> rounds. Shit. West Virginia might be able to fuck somebody up in the first round. I think anybody can. UCF, Kansas State, any of them. To the Big East. Disgusting game, but I cash. This is why you take the points, even if it's under possession. Georgetown, 77. DePaul, 67. I had the plus two and a half for DePaul. Ended up closing at four and a half. DePaul should have won this game. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Did you actually watch it? No, I saw how it ended, though. They basically blew a, a layup at the buzzer. Like, he yeah. was a little out of control. But this he yeah. should have made that, and unfortunately, DePaul does not get the first Big East win of the season. No, very unfortunate. And that's that's probably it. Like they're, I'd like to see who they play next. They're, whoever they play next, just fade the fuck out of them. Yeah. Oh, it, Xavier Wednesday gonna beat the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. And they have Butler at home loss. St. John's a home loss on the road. It's, yeah. Paul's. Yep. Nope. And <laughs> I can't. No. no. Well, no. Stop it. There's 11 teams in the Big East. I don't know off the top of my head how the bracket breaks out. They're probably going to play Georgetown in the first round. That's the only chance. That is the only chance. And then, Connor, I didn't bet this one. I actually think I picked the other side. This is your biggest bet of the weekend. UConn covers the 11.5. They went 78 54 against Villanova. Yeah, I uh, added more to this. When it went down to 11 and a half, I don't know why the hell this number dropped. I don't know what anybody thought other than the fact that this was going to be the most disciplined and most pissed off UConn team that we were going to see all season. It did. It did not matter. I I honestly think it did not matter who the opponent was. They were going to win by. 20 or more. It did, it literally did not matter. They were willing to give out an ass kicking to whoever stepped into stores. I mean, game day being there, comp- white out, everything that went into it. I mean, hell, they even had uh, one of their students hit the half-court shot on game day that won him $19,000. So, yeah. like, all the mojo was for UConn. And, I mean, this is what I expected. Uh, Shout out to Newton getting the triple-double. And, like, it was pretty cool that they... I I know some people might think it's a little bit like rubbing in, but they were trying so hard to get him 
that last assist. It did not matter who got the ball, just like shoot it and make it. And then I think it was Caravan just splashed like an NBA three to get him his last assist. If it's in the okay, that happens in the NBA. And I'm pretty sure well and well for him it was also I think to get the Yukon record for career triple doubles. Which I mean, it's four. Which is weird. He's only been there two years. But I mean, yeah, I think I think Ray Allen had the second yeah. or now has the second most. But that's because in college basketball, getting a triple double yeah. is pretty fucking rare. In, I have no problem with that in college. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, you're doing that shit like Jesus. Yeah, Christ. I mean, I, I I'm a Thunder fan, but even like the shit Russell was pulling, yeah, it was a little bit out there. But, but dude, yeah, I looked at this in with like ten minutes left. Villanova was down five, and UConn goes on a thirty-four to like twelve run to close the game out and just smothered them. Mm-hmm. I again another team I don't want to see you I guess UConn's really fucking good they're one of the best three teams in the nation and you're on the road I still don't want any part of it like Nova stay stay out of my tournament yes. I don't want you in there yes have fun in the NIT if they even want to show up to it yes Seton Hall gets it done 76-64 against Butler they cover the six I was feeling good at halftime man we were only down five and I thought there was going to be a way that they were going to fight back. But, yeah, Seton Hall is pretty good. Yeah, they're – I think they'll be a really good first. I think they're going to be in Dayton, mm-hmm. and I'll probably back them in Dayton just because of the way they play. They play super hard, but they just are not good offensively. They're kind of like the Virginia, the Big East. Yeah. But on the flip side, it really sucks is basically when we bought into Butler and placed our futures on them. They sucked. They've kind of let us down. But also, like, I'm not, I'm not fully ready to give up on them because they are gonna fight till the fucking end. Uh, and I mean, it, it, even if they don't make the tournament this year, this was a great year for Butler. I mean, the job that that Mata did, like, it kind of showed, like, hey, I still fucking got this. Yeah. So I think. He's going to be able to get people in the portal and get like or recruits are going to start going to Butler. Like, I think he's done enough to start resurrecting Butler. Yeah, I do too. And then I'll tell you what, if they make the NIT, they're my pick to win the NIT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just bought my first Butler shirt, so like, I need to have some reason to pull for them. So, yeah, I will have a future on them to win the NIT. Let's go to Sunday. Let's get this one out of the way. Blowout. Marquette 88. Xavier 64. Marquette's really good. Xavier's. I wouldn't say they're bad. Sean Miller's a good coach. Just a lot of injuries. All right. We got to get to this one, though. Slick Rick. Comes out all white. Comes out looking like Ric Flair with an all-white suit, all-white shoes, and St. John's. Beats the brakes off of Creighton, eighty to sixty-six. They were getting two and a half points in MSG. This was never a game from the start. This was one of the easiest plays I think we could have ever had. This was a no doubter. St. John's still not on the bubble. No, but they're going to rack up some terrible wins against Georgetown twice. No, they already played Georgetown. They have DePaul twice. 
And they have Butler. Uh, yeah, so at Butler on Wednesday, and then you're at DePaul and home against Georgetown. Oh, okay, that's what it is. So, I mean, DePaul, Georgetown, what's the difference? They'll be, <laughs> they'll be just fine. So you got two more wins there, and if you can beat Butler on the road, I think you're going to be very close to that bubble. And if you, but it also kind of sucks because you're also beating a Butler team that I like. This is a, I mean, this is the dilemma we always have with the Big East. We love literally all the oh, yeah. teams, and yeah, look at me. Yeah. I've been back in Georgetown for years. Um, They're terrible, god awful. Uh I think the only team that we hate in the Big Big East is DePaul. And I just bet him last weekend. Uh, but yeah, had I I did have a bet on uh, St. John's. Had I known he was going to be in an all-white suit, I would have unloaded on this line. Oh, my God. He, when Slick Rick is in his all-whites, he's a lock to win. I don't know if that's an actual statement of Not fact. to mention there was like past Sopranos cast members, Tommy DeVito's agent that yeah, like Italian guy, I don't know his actual name. I think nobody knows his name besides he's Tommy DeVito's agent. Like it was just all the whole recipe just matched up. Yes, yeah, like Mama Ziti. And yeah, just the letdown spot from Creighton after the UConn win. This was just the easiest fucking handicap. We, yeah. I don't understand why they're laying two and a half. I think they can win the next three games, and if they do, I think they're going to be right on the outside. And if you can win a couple games in the Big East tournament, I'm telling you what, they're. Let's say that scenario happens, they're going to get the edge over a probably more deserving team because of Rick Pitino. The Rick Pitino effect will help them, mm-hmm. and maybe they have an outside chance to get in the tournament. Yeah, and I mean for Creighton, like, what a weird weekend or. Like last week, week it's been you beat UConn very convincingly at home, and then you kind of get your ass handed to you by St. John's. Now, looking ahead, Wednesday you are hosting Seton Hall, and then this Saturday, Marquette Creighton. Where's that game at? Omaha. Oh, yeah, I like Creighton. But yeah. yeah, it's a big game. And then end the season at Villanova. But yeah, crazy week for Creighton. But I, I I'm not worried about them whatsoever. No. I actually just placed a bet today on Fanduel. They have the Big East tournament winner. It's the yeah, only I conference saw. I bet Creighton at plus four seventy. They have to get one. Mm-hmm. And Coach McDermott's been right there the entire time. Yeah, Man. right before he goes to Columbus, which I think actually has a lot of legs. But yeah, he's been right there yeah, every time. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to that PMT interview, I mean, they they held held the fire to his feet. Like, I mean, he was going he was going there before Holtman, and he decided to come back to school to Creighton. And I, I mean, if he went there, he could bring Trey with him. He could bring Kalk with him. Oh, dude, I was seeing, but I thought I was seeing mocks where Trey's going like top ten. It, dude, the mock drafts this year. This oh, so if you're like. Paying attention to the draft. The draft is this might be like the weakest draft in like 25 years. I did also see Zach Eady going like 30. Yeah. That's actually going to happen. He's going to be a first rounder. Really? Yeah, he will be. Okay. But I'm seeing like Reed Shepard anywhere from like two to like 18. I, 
We'll get to Kentucky in a bit, but I kind of want Reed Shepard. I don't. I don't care if he's on the Cavs or on the Thunder. Just I want him on my team. Yeah, I mean, tr- we'll see. But anyway, like Kalk will go there for sure. Stephen Ashworth will go there. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, I, I don't know. Are we done with Key? You do. Ohio State's like statistically better when he doesn't isn't on the court. No, I so, know. No, but, no, 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 no. I meant is he out of eligibility? Because okay. I think he this is his senior year. If not, I'd be like, hey, we have Ryan Kalkara. But, I mean, Akpara. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, we get to the next conference. I mean, those guys are whatever, but, like, if you had Ryan Kalkara, you'd whatever. be very happy. Oh, oh God, yes. <laughs> um, to the big – oh, that's Sunday. That one's a sad one. Um, Easy lock, had it. Penn State covers the two and a half, closes the three and a half. Doesn't matter. 83-74 against Indiana. Mike Woodson's fired. Dusty Mays, their new head coach. He's not. He hasn't been fired yet. No, he's fired. <laughs> like he's going to be fired. And Dusty May is going to be their next head coach. Their Indiana is really bad. That know. roster has two five stars. Yes, and it's this bad. Yeah, you were Indiana. You should be. In the fact, in anybody is like, no, give him another year. I know he made the tournament the last two years. No, give him another year, so maybe I still have <laughs> a chance at Dusty. One year he was in a playing game, and you're also uh, Indiana. You're seeing your rival, Purdue, like, yes, they haven't had as much. Like, it made a Sweet 16, made it Elite 8, which is farther than you've done in the last 15 You know what years. that says to me? Start recruiting people over 7 foot 1. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have fucking clear where. There's a five-star 7 1, and you can't do anything with it. Jesus. Like, it. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's he's, bad. He's it's bad coach. for Indiana. It's very bad. And I also think Penn State. It sucks that Shrewsbury left after the one good year they have, but they're in good hands with Mike Rhodes. No, I mean he. I forget where exactly they they were at record wise. They're one more win away from being above five hundred. Yeah, and this was a bad Penn State team. I think they're gonna be really good next year. No, I I think that they're very like I think that they depending on who they play in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, I think they could win. They could almost be like Ohio State a year ago. Yeah. Where they made it to the semis. Well, hell, they even went the on a – then Penn State, like, go on an insane yeah, – they had booty ball. I, well, I know. They went to the but final. They, yeah, yeah. the final. Mm-hmm. So, I, but still, they were like – I want to say like a nine seed. Yeah, they went to – they gave Texas – was it Texas? Yes, they all they should have. They gave, beat, dude. They should have beat Texas. I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and just dream about how fucking fun that Penn State was last team was last dude, year. Dude, they were so much dude, fun. They were the funnest team. Ever. They really were. And they had Jalen Pickett who just put his big ass on anybody in the post, kick out the Seth Lundy, and that fucking white kid from that transferred from Bucknell. I can't remember his fucking name. But that Penn State, that Penn State team was fucking no, they so were, fun. they were definitely fun. All right, and then Penn State gets it done, or Iowa, get, <laughs> Iowa doesn't get it done. Illinois covers. They win eighty five or ninety five to eighty five against Iowa, which is funny because I was getting texts from my brother and Jr. that told me Iowa might fuck around and make the tournament, and I was like, dude, they don't have enough good enough wins because I saw they were up against Illinois and then. Afterwards, like two minutes later, now they got killed. Even though they do show up on like bracket matrix as one of the at large teams, now like get no get this fucking Iowa team out of here. Illinois dominates. 
Iowa can fuck around if they're making their shots. But, dude, Illinois, it's time to start. The odds just don't reflect it, so I don't want to, like, fire something in. But if we wake up and it's early April and <coughs> Illinois is a Final Four team, I'm not going to be shocked. As long as Shannon's there and there's no legal shit going on, they could be a Final Four team. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I remember saying something to you about it. Like, I think it was like a couple days before the legal or like the uh, temporary restraining order was granted. But I was like, wouldn't it be good to get Illinois now because they're doubting the fact that he's going to be playing? I wish I would have fired in. Yeah. Because, but yeah, you kind of talked me out of it, asshole. Um, but I know, no, but I, I, no, you were right at the time. Like, we didn't know anything about it, but still, this Illinois team is phenomenal. When you have uh, Coleman Hawkins dropping 30, yeah, like a year, granted, I understand Iowa's defense is pass, uh, but. Their defense is about as good as their football team's offense. Um, but, yeah, it, Illinois, I think, can go on a run. We also do got to remember, though, they did lose in the second round with literally Aotusumu and Kofi Coburn. But that was such a good Loyola Chicago team. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but who got worked by fucking Oregon State? You're right, but like, also that was one of the most magical Oregon true. State teams we've it's ever true. seen. It's it's just very similar to the Arizona and Tommy Lloyd situation where I will <laughs> believe it when I see it. Yes. Because he has not had the postseason. No, I get it. I get it. Um, let's go Sunday. Eight shit on this bet. Like, oh, my God, did I eat shit. At least it was one of those where it was just like done, over with. Oh, God. Don't have to worry yeah, about it. Yeah, this was disgusting. Maryland wins outright against Rutgers, 63-46. to 46. Rutgers laying two points. It was a close game for a minute, and it was like 18-18. to Next thing I know, I look up, and it's like 36-18. to And then Maryland basically just put it on cruise control. Maryland's, uh, again, I know we're just like hype. We've literally gave you every single team in the country can win their Power 6 conference. Maryland's like actually good on the road now and losing games at home, like complete flip-flop from a year ago. When you have a guard like Jameer Young who can just kind of put the team on his back at some point, that's not an easy out in the tournament either. No, and I mean, they, they kind of got some spots to collect some wins. Uh, you host, uh, on Wednesday, you host Northwestern, uh, you host Indiana, and then you're at Penn State. I understand we've been talking about Penn State, but in theory, like that's still a game that Maryland should be able to win. But yeah, I'm not like saying Maryland's gonna no, sneak they, they, in. They probably got but out. I mean, they're gonna be a fun NIT team. Yeah, and they'll fuck around in that Big Ten tournament. This one, real quick: Purdue 84, Michigan 76. I don't know if I didn't bet it. Um, I did. Ate shit on this, uh, but you were kind of near the number the entire way, and then and then Purdue they just, just kind of took their yeah. I, I mean, I get it. He, like we said, Purdue season doesn't start until the tournament starts, and I mean, you're kind of in like, well, there was probably good reason to take your foot off the gas considering what your next three games are. 
Uh, you host Michigan State, you're at Illinois, and then you host Wisconsin. Yeah. For Purdue, like, yes, you should, in theory, win all three, maybe you lose. You could lose that Illinois game. You, I think you can. Uh, so, <laughs> shocker, that game's on Peacock. Just one of the best Big Ten matchups on the season. They're putting out Big Ten or Peacock. Peacock's slowly becoming my fucking Pac-12 network. But still, I mean, I have Peacock, so I do not. So I'll, I'll give sucks. I'll give you. The, I have to stream. I'll, I'll give you the password. You're a nice guy. Oh, right. my Buckeyes! They're going dancing. I, I wouldn't go that. They're far. going dancing. I, mean, I tell you what, they Michigan State. Anyways, Ohio State sixty, Michigan State fifty seven. Bonner hits a game. Well, Ferrer set the stage. Tyson Walker misses the go ahead free throw. Oh, on a fucking wedgie. Yes, and a that weird was free throw. So, that was that. that was one of the weirdest things I have ever seen. And Ohio State inbounds. Bruce Thornton kind of gets crowded. You can tell they kind of wanted to get him downhill. To try to get to the bucket, he ends up kicking it out. Bonner hits a contested three, bangs it at the buzzer. Kind of, there was .2 seconds, not enough time for a shot. But Ohio State gets the victory in East Lansing. I'll tell you what, I did not. I only watched like the last minute and a half of this game. I had shit that I was doing all day Sunday. And actually, I was. this is going to be weird. I was watching the Marist and St. Peter's game the entire night, day. Like, because I had a bet on it. Loser. I, I was game track. I was score checking, and Michigan State was up ten the entire way. So I was like, okay, that sucks. My my Buckeyes are dead. And then I don't know where Ohio State bites back and gets a victory in there. Ohio State, I'm telling you, Connor, it's time for you to buy back in. No, I'm fully bought back in. It is not over. They're going to beat Nebraska on I, Thursday, which kind of hurts me because I have Nebraska to make. We tournament. both have that future. Stop it. Dude, Action Network is so funny. So then they host Michigan, which is a win. Doug McDaniel can play in that game. He's actually, by the way, if you're going to bet against Michigan and Rutgers, on uh, Michigan goes to Rutgers Wednesday, Doug McDaniel can play in that game. So if you want to handicap it, make sure you have that in there. And then Action Network has Ohio State going to Provo. I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, Just a random glitch in the programming. Yeah. But then, to close out Big Ten play, they're in Piscataway at the rack, where Rutgers is definitely vulnerable there now. No, you're right. They're not. And now, they could, Ohio State could definitely lose that fucking game. They could lose to Nebraska. Here, here's the thing. I don't know if I want them to make the tournament. Go to the NIT and fucking win that shit. No. Whenever, the, yes. Okay. Yes. Fucking we've won. Participation we've, trophy generation. Hey, 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 hey. We've hung the banner for winning the NIT when we had Mata. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That you have 10 fucking Final Fours. You have the most Final Fours in the Big Ten. And you're yeah, we po- we still have the banner for all the Final Fours, but I'm pretty sure. That's sad. I'm pretty, they hang banners for whatever fucking reason. I, that's, that's sad. I would rather hang an NCAA tournament appearance banner than... No, NCAA they do. We, you have the... Appearance banner, your Sweet Sixteen banner, your Final Four banner. You have uh, you have the single banners for each Final Four. I'm pretty sure, and then you have. We got ten of them, but let's. Then we the had the, yeah. Then we had the NIT championship, and then there's like all the numbers. 
But uh, I also have not been to an Ohio State basketball game in fucking years. So I have no idea. I could be just talking out my ass. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know how the hell we did this. We were down 10 at half, and it, even, like, halfway through the second half, like, it, we got down uh, – the highest was 12, but just fucking battle back. And then I I was – that whole sequence for that last play, you just have – like you could tell that they were trying to get to Thornton, but I'm pretty sure there were two um, – You got doubled. Well, he got doubled, and he ran to where there was already – there was some I can't remember who was in that corner, but so it went from a double to basically a triple team. He's able to get out of it down the baseline, find Bonner, and he's got a guy right in his face. Get pump fakes, s- steps to the side a little bit. I did not think it was going in and just bang. Yeah, and like, then you just see the uh, reaction from Jack Diebler, like, just immediately falls to the ground. Like, What's up with Battle having a lower, he had like a lower leg injury, and he's the first one, like, running on the court. I'm like, dude, are you sure you're hurt? Yeah, I mean, that could have just been adrenaline at the time. Oh, it probably was, but it's funny no, to no, say no. it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, but, dude, it. There's some there's some sort of buy in, and I mean I think it's the buy in that Jack's doing, but there this, there was no buy in with Holtman. I'm it's not a- saying I don't I. I think he's a great guy. I hope that we keep him on staff for obvious reasons, but I still think that we need to hire somebody else. But. It's. I mean, that's fair. And if you're somebody that doesn't, that wants another hire, like my brother's, he's like, I want a splash hire. I want Jay Wright. I'm like, you're not getting Jay Wright. I'm telling that right now. Dude, he was commentating on this game, and he was loving yeah. on the Buckeyes. Well, he also like said that he's not coming back. Like after the show was over, I, I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I could. A guy can still fucking drink. Yeah, all I right? get it. And I kind of pulled a you on this one. I Facetime my mom. After. I want fucking Patino. I don't think he would do it, but no, he wouldn't. He's in a better spot, I think. But no, he's not in a better spot. <laughs> but he's no, not even close to a better spot. They have no money. St. John's is, I mean, no, but I mean, still, from where you could be at in the co- best conference in the country, if you end up if you end up turning St. John's around yeah. quick enough, that's true. If you're a 35 year old coach, Ohio State is a hundred fifty times better job than St. John's. Mm-hmm. But for Rick Patino, where you've already accomplished yeah. so much, I no. get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pull at you, though. I FaceTimed my mom after he made that, and she's like, what are you calling me for? And looks up, and they, he bangs it because she's on streaming, like a lo- longer stream. And she was, like, going crazy. I'm like, I, I was like, fuck, I'm not used to that. No, I, I mean, I'm so used to it with you that there's been times that I've, like, waited, a, yeah. like, minute back when you were just strictly doing streaming like and i had cable technically we're both streaming still but youtube no no no, no, but like back when i had actual cable yeah 
I always waited a couple minutes yeah. before I would end up texting you. Now I completely forget that you and I are basically on the same thing. It, it's honestly funny. There's times that like when you're doing the quads, the dual quad screen like I'm doing, and to see like oh like ESPN app is still like I I think it's about thirty seconds behind even what YouTube TV. I have I have seen though like the build your uh quad screen for YouTube TV, dude, and it's just so perfect yeah honestly Grant, granted you still it's still hard to find certain matchups there's certain games that it will only give you like one quad screen yeah but still it's amazing to yeah. have we still got a couple conferences to go but really really quick uh youtube tv i will literally if you want to sponsor us i will do it for like two dollars i just want to tell everybody how fucking awesome you guys product is yes like it's fucking amazing yes um Give us a ticker with betting lines. Yeah, that's all I want. That's all I want. And pay for my bachelor party in Vegas. That's all I want. Well, no, I just meant a ticker on YouTube TV. Just for us. Well, I mean, yeah, it could be just for us. Um, Minnesota doesn't cover a spread. Nebraska 73, Minnesota 55. We both cash on Nebraska. Yes. Lenardi, thank you. I'm hoping tomorrow when I wake up and check your fucking... Must, it must be nice to like wake up when you do. It's nice. I please, please tell me Nebraska is not one of your last four buys. Yes. They deserve to be in the fucking tournament. According to his tweet that he's put out today, he does have it does not show Nebraska anywhere on the bubble. I think they are firmly in. And yeah, I mean, it, it does suck. We have been on Minnesota. If we, I mean, we're damn near undefeated betting for or against Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Because we bet on them all this time. And then the one opportunity that's like, no, this is a spot where they don't cover. We saw it perfectly. And Nebraska didn't even, like, give them really a shot. Dude, I'm convinced Nebraska would beat UConn at home. I'm convinced Nebraska can make it to the Final Four. I'm convinced Nebraska would beat the... 16 the 2017 warriors at home like they're so good at home <laughs> they they really are i mean they're gonna be such a fun team you know they I have never the <laughs> like literally take the well no i they have to win they have never nope. won no they ne- they need a win yeah and then, I, if there is any team to do it, it is this team. So Jerry Palm is never right on bracketology. He's never fucking right. But if his latest bracketology was updated today, it was BYU Nebraska. And I was like, dude. Oh, God. So many white guys. Who do I fade? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, how do I fade this team? Oh, God. That is, yeah, that's, oh, my God. So much white on white crime. Yeah, in there's so many. That's like the two teams where I'm like, I was like waiting for somebody's athleticism and there's just none. So I that'd be a fun game. I actually would like really enjoy watching. No, it, it will be it would be a fun game. It I mean you know the, take the over because there's gonna be so many fucking three shots. You know who the second round matchup was? Who? If they would have won that Arizona. 
Dude, Arizona go fuck. I hate, oh, I hate Arizona. Oh god. I don't think they're good. Oh god. They would blitz both these teams. Like the the playing style doesn't match. No, no. Like Minnesota's not making the tournament. Minnesota would give a better run than either of those two teams. No. Oh god, that would be a terrible, terrible matchup. All right, Pac-12. I don't know if you end up betting this one with me, but easy money here. Oregon State, eleven and a half point dogs get it done on the road against Stanford, eighty-five to seventy-three. They basically covered the spread as an underdog, so that was a big one. Did you not come along? No, I didn't, just because I've been burned by Oregon State too many times. And Stanford. Um, all right, buddy, let's get to it. Arizona State, 73, Wazoo, 61. I locked them up too, man. I even said on the podcast, I thought, I'm like, dude, Arizona State's going to win this game. But I thought it was a system play. And you know what? We've covered like the last six games with Washington State. If I have to bet them again and it loses, so be it. Yeah, very unfortunate for me, despite having the great weekend that I did. Like, this would all I needed was them to win. And, I mean, they even had it down to fucking two. But it was just for whatever reason, it, Arizona was just hit, or Arizona State was just hitting all of their shots. Fucking of course, and of course, a former Ohio State player has to just absolutely screw me. Gaffney out of nowhere goes five for eight, one for three from three, eleven points, six rebounds, three assists, just all up in my face. Uh yeah, the we knew it, yet we went, we got right in the fucking stink. Yeah, I mean... I, I wouldn't even say it was getting in the stink because this line was right. It was just the spot we were wrong. We we should we should have seen all the warnings, all the red flags, but... Oh, I did, and I said them. Yeah, we we literally said it on this podcast, and we did not care. We lo- we love Wazoo. But I do, I do think sometimes, and this is going to be the dumbest saying of all time, but sometimes you just gotta lose. You gotta play some losing bets. You gotta write out your favorites, buddy. You know who uh, Wazoo plays next? Um, I can't remember, but I do. Remember they host. The, oh my god, their next three their games. Their schedule's cake. Yeah, their next three games yeah. are home, and they're home against USC. When? Uh, this Thursday. They are gonna destroy them. Uh. And then they host UCLA, and then they host Washington. Yeah, they're they're gonna finish as the two seed in the unless somebody clips. So Arizona's one game ahead of them. Somebody's got to clip them, and they own the tiebreaker. But Arizona's schedule's not really that hard either. So Arizona's probably gonna win out. They'll I mean, they the thing for Arizona's they have four games left compared to three for Washington but they State. Have both Oregon's right. Uh, they play at Arizona State, uh, host Oregon at UCLA at USC. Yeah, I don't. See no, no, it, no. You're right. But, UCLA could beat them. Yeah, yeah. UCLA put them close at home. Yeah. So that know. would be spots. Speaking of Arizona, though, they cover. It was a CLV game. I got it at 15. Close to six and a half. Arizona. Yeah, I got. Eight, I got. I got at 14 and a half. Yeah, oh, good. really good number. Didn't even need it. Mm-hmm. They went at 91 to 75 against Washington. It's just, you know, perfect spot. Yeah. Some it did matter kind of the same thing with the 
UConn. Yeah. Did not somebody matter was going who. To get it. Yeah, somebody was going to get it. Didn't bet this one. I didn't. I actually. I think on the show I picked Oregon. So good win here, dude. Cal yeah. sixty nine, Oregon sixty four. Yeah, a little bit of chasing on my part there, but it worked out. Uh, yeah, shout out uh, Sports Surge for these last couple weeks, like give giving me the ability to check out Pac twelve Network games. <laughs> We're almost Le- done with it. Legendary. But, uh, yes, thank God we're going to be done with the Pac-12 network. But, yeah, Cal was down for the majority of this game and just fought back. And, I mean, once once they were able to get the lead, they just didn't look back. Good win for Cal. I mean, we, they're, we're right about a lot of teams. Us being saying Oregon was a oh, fraud yeah. when like I wonder what if you can remember how high did they have Oregon before in the tournament before this collapse started happening? Uh, I think it was like a seven, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then actually Wazoo projected like five seed by Lenardi. Now the, there's a little tiny part there that had them on there. So yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, that Oregon team's young though, so I do think as long as they, if Altman can keep them together, they'll be better. Next no, season. but like at the time, yeah. their record was because I, I think it was around that Arizona. It was that Arizona ass kicking. They were like, "Why is this the way that it is?" But Colorado beats covers against Utah eighty nine to sixty five. They cover the seven points again. I fuck BYU because. Oregon is Colorado is still behind Utah to make the tournament. And the only reason is because Utah beat BYU, which I love BYU, but man, they're so fucking overrated. It's be that's the only reason these that Utah's got the edge over Colorado. But good win. They needed that one. That was basically an elimination game for Colorado. They their schedule's favorable, and so I do do think they're gonna be right there at the end. Yeah. And then to close yeah, it definitely out, definitely Colorado's fun team, and they're gonna they're gonna get somebody in the Pac-12. I think they're going to make the tournament. I really do. Mm-hmm. UCLA, or USC, 62, UCLA, 56. Yeah, wrong side of this one for me. I, like, I just thought that US, UCLA was going to show up better at home, and uh, unfortunately, they didn't. Uh, and then by – I know they got close at half, but – Started watching that second half, and it's just like these shot their shots could not fall. Twenty two points in the second half. I know USC didn't do much better with twenty eight, but yeah, just <coughs> to the SEC to close it out. Arkansas eighty eight, Missouri seventy three. I just I think Missouri's you talk you talked me into it, and I appreciate you. It for was that. Missouri. They got up for that Tennessee. That was a Super Bowl. Arkansas still bad, but they get up. They beat down enough. Banged up Tigers team, and then Bandy gets it done. They get the cover, four to seventy-seven. Bandy sixty-four. Still think this Florida team's fun, and still think this Vandy team stinks. Did not yes. touch this game. Yes, and then please, please, goddamn, don't let this team in the tournament. South Carolina seventy-two, Ole Miss fifty-nine. South Carolina goes. I did not, in Oxford and gets a victory. Yeah, I did not want to jinx it. But I wanted to text you so bad about this score. Like, thank you, South Carolina. Please. Like, I I understand, like, we 
still think Chris Beard is a phenomenal coach. This team is just not good. They've overachieved. They and yeah, just they'll don't be let, better later down the road. Yeah, don't let them into the tournament. And just thank you, South Carolina. All right. I don't think any. Let's do these three, and then we'll talk about the last one because I don't think anybody bet on these. Uh, Auburn ninety-seven, UGA seventy-six. Good win for Auburn. They needed to get a good road victory. I don't think you had any action on this one to do. Uh, no, I didn't. I I wanted to bet uh, Georgia. Thankfully, I didn't. Uh, That's where I leaned to. Yeah, but this was a win that Auburn needed. Tennessee, 86. Speaking of teams that don't win in the tournament, Texas yes. A&M, 51. I think Lenardi still had them pretty close to the bubble. Please, dear God, this team is talented, but they do not deserve to get in there. Good way for Tennessee. I kind of need Texas A&M still. If we want to get Ohio State into the tournament, we still need Texas A&M to look semi-decent. Oh. Well, well, great. It was a loss. And it was at home, yeah. 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 Okay, want to be relevant, and then, dude, Mississippi State, eighty-seven, LSU, sixty-seven. Mississippi I lean winning some fucking road games. No, I. Christian Hey, do you know I'm doing a podcast here? No, she can't fucking. No, she hear. doesn't. She can't hear. Um, no, this was. I did not see this. Uh, if I would bet any side, I would bet on LSU. Dude, same. And. <laughs> 100%. And yeah, this was a thorough ass kicking, and I I still don't fully know what to expect from this Mississippi State, especially when it comes to the tournament. But depending on the matchup, like Jans does have some tournament experience. Yeah, and he's got like Toll Smith is a fucking amazing basketball player. And I'll be honest, I'm a buy. We're biased because we. We love them in New Mexico State, but yes. man, there's not a lot of matchups where I'm going to give the coaching advantage to Chris Chance. I think Chris Chance is a fucking really good basketball coach. Yes. And then close it out, Connor, you're over. Not a sweat. 117. We, you said it. We almost had it that both teams, you said both teams are going to get 100. And yeah. we were so fucking close. Dude. They, well, let me get to the actual teams. Kentucky, 117. Alabama 95. I would hate shit if I would have bet it because I would have took the points at Alabama. But, Connor, you're over. Was it at what? Uh, 178 and a half. It dropped all the way down to 174 and a half. And then, like, I even outlined it at up to 180. That At the time, that was the max. It, it, it did not fucking matter. The pace was just out of this world. I think the longest possession into the shot clock like may have only been like seven seconds left on the shot clock. It was just insane. Every like five seconds, it felt, or I shouldn't say five. Every fifteen seconds, somebody was splashing a three. I it just was phenomenal. This was. One of Connor's crazy overs in college football that just goes through the roof, and so I it, it was insane. It was a hell for me. It was a hell fun to watch. Like both teams, Alabama shoots fifty seven fifty six point seven percent, and Kentucky shoots sixty three point one percent. 
Kentucky shoots above 50% from three. Yeah. I don't have I don't have anything to take away from this game. But this was just for me a fucking hilarious fun game to watch. But I, I do just, I do, do I think any of these teams does this show anything that makes me think either one of these teams are going to be good in the tournament? Absolutely fucking no. not. There was no fucking defense in this game. This was basically the NBA All-Star game. Yeah. If they let the, if this was like four quarters, this game would have been like Kentucky might have gotten one fifty. It was, it was just absolutely insane, but it was a lot of fun to watch. But I do not trust any of these teams, either one of these teams in no. the tournament. I would be shocked if either of these teams made it to the Elite Eight. I don't think either of them are going to make it to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, just depending I, on their matchup, you can't. Play in the half. Neither of these teams can defend in the half court, and it's got to all be transition. But good win for Kentucky. Yeah, uh, I hate Alabama, dude. I I hate Nate Oates. I you're the the, the style of coaching works in that's crazy because you loved him at Buffalo. I did love him at Buffalo, but it, that that shit works in the MAC. Yeah, it's not gonna work for you in the NCAA tournament. And I love them when they upset Arizona. They beat the fucking DeAndre Ayton team in the first yeah. round. But, I don't know. It was a good weekend. Um, I have some plays for tomorrow. And speaking of Kentucky, I play the fucking boys in Mississippi State at home against Kentucky. Kentucky's not good. Don't overreact to this bullshit. They're going to get the shit kicked out of them. Chris Jans is a better coach than John Calabari. Yes, I said it. He's not a better recruiter. He's a better coach. I like Mississippi State to blow the doors off of Kentucky. They might win this game by 10-plus because they split. When Kentucky can't get in transition, shit don't work right. And they can't defend. And Mississippi State's really fucking good at home. We obviously already gave out the Kansas one. Mm-hmm. But other than that, ain't got much. The only other one I would think about, I haven't written down, haven't placed the bet on yet, but Syracuse minus one and a half at home against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's just not very good on the road. That's basically all I have. Yeah, I don't really have anything other than that. There's there's a couple games that I wish the line was a little bit different because I would... I'm really close to pulling the trigger on Georgia, but also Georgia right now. I know, and then I really, really want to pull the uh. Tr- well, what was the other game? I really want to pull the trigger on Penn State plus seven and a half at Iowa, but I was it's good at home. I know it, it's so tough. Like some of these lines are so fucking good. You want to take the Hoyas? Plus 16? No, absolutely not. I do not want to have anything to have with Georgia or Georgetown. Um, kind of want to take Texas Tech minus three and a half. That's almost like a uh, – no, Texas isn't ranked. Never mind. But it's a, I don't blame it, him. Yeah, some of these lines, it's just – it's too close. Cook up a money line parlay and have some fun. Exactly. Well – Good luck to everybody this week. We will be back on Friday to pick all the games for Saturday. We are out of here. Peace.